When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, if we don't get to our pass marks, the six clubs, Kingy, we're, we're going to get in all sorts of trouble. So let's start with Gold Coast. They finished 12th at a percentage of 102. They won three out of their last nine games, and they lost three games by under 10 points. They haven't done a whole lot in terms of the trade period other than lose Isaac Rankin. And what has come in hasn't been significant other than Bailey Humphrey with pick number six in the draft. Uh, but... Ben King returns, of course. He kicked 47 goals in 2021. Stewie Dew spoke to us last Friday. He says they're ready to go. Well, how do you say you're comfortable with your list without saying you're comfortable with your list? Do nothing. You draft one player at pick Mm. six. It's effectively what they've done. They're really happy with where they sit, and and so they should be. They were disappointed to lose ranking, but they've gone on with it pretty quick. They were far more competitive against the better teams in 2022 than what they were in 2021. The only way to measure that is, is via percentage. It was, they were 55% against the best teams in 21 and 85% last year. That's a big jump against the better teams. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, were, they had a funny profile last year with their health. They had a dozen players that pretty much played 20-plus games, and then they ended up with the second-highest volume of players to play for the season. So the next 10 or 12 positions on that you know, selected 22 every week must have spun – wildly every week. So they had no continuity there. The biggest question for me is what is Ben King worth? Mm-hmm. How many goals a week is he worth? And how many wins for the year is he worth? Because I think that sort of player, you're talking about Hawkins, Mackay, Norton, that sort of impact on the game. They lost three games by seven points or less. They lost six by three goals or less. If this guy just playing is worth three goals, they are a finalist in 23. And there's a bit more around him. Like, as much as Casbold is Levi Casbold, he's a bigger body around him. Marby Old Child is, an, is another target down there for him, and Stewie spoke about that. So the benefit of him not being there last year was that they did have to find those other options. They're all in on this midfield, so it's Miller, it's Anderson, it's Rao. Um, they've got some good, you know, small forwards, which, which I like, and there's a bit of speed there. So, look, a pass mark is finals, isn't it? They've said it, and we've yeah. got to say it. They're ready to be for finals. It. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. I agree with that. They're ready for that. I mean, you, you just can't keep rolling on into the same bracket of the table year after year. Percentage of 103 last year was really strong. I do think there's some coaching alterations that need to be made. I think they overinvested clearance and and mm-hmm. not um, and not yeah, in contest around the ground. So all their stars are where the ball is at clearance every time. I think they've got to find a way. To, to make these midfielders centre forward players, that that's the that's the new black in football. If you, you need to, who's your Dustin Martin type, or or Shy Bolton type that can Shy Bolton that can play a little bit of mid forward, or you you know you, you talk about Rosie, we talk about Bailey, these sorts of guys. They need to manufacture one, whether it's Raul, whether it's Anderson. It's probably Anderson, isn't it? So, so Raul can it, do it. 
Rao can oh, Rao I wins, hope so. He wins contests, but he's but he's at the contest. He doesn't yeah. spread away. So I, I hope he can increase his uncontested mark and his you know delivery inside. I don't 50 want uncontested and, ball from him. Well, I want him. Well, I, go, I, want, I want him I want playing him, forward and, and and out marking or out hunting. He needs someone. some easier ball. He needs to get some easier ball. Otherwise, life for an AFL football is going to be really difficult for him. Like yeah. Lockie Neal wins a lot of contested stuff, but he gets easy ball. Gary Ablett Jr. a lot of contested stuff, a lot of easy ball. Like gets it gets really tiresome. If you're winning, you know, tackling 10 times a game and winning 20 contested possessions, that's hard work. I want him some easier ball. Anderson didn't kick a goal in 2021. He kicked 11 that's last year. That's my point. That's, I hope that goes to 20 plus this that's year. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at these these midfielders. Can they be more centre forward players than just clearance players? That's All the right, challenge. That's... The finals are the pass mark for them. And I, th- I actually think they'll get there. Do you, do you give them a chance? Uh, I give them a chance. I wouldn't be shocked if they made it. I wouldn't think they're going to knock like that's out. That's your new wording. I wouldn't be shocked. What you, yeah, you, no, you're changing just, this year? So no, so no. I, I don't think they'll play finals. Okay, but I think a pass mark is, and that's what we're doing here this morning. Let's go to Port Adelaide. Big year for Ken Hinckley, eleventh uh, year at the club. He's out of contract. Those talks will be put on hold until we work out what is going on. They finished eleventh with a percentage of 110. They lost their first five games last year. Uh, they bring in Jason Horn Francis and Willie Rioli as the big ones in the trade period. Didn't lose a whole lot other than the legend Robbie Gray, whose body was just about cooked. Um, yeah, so it's a it's a team we're going to be fascinated with this year, particularly with the pressure on Ken. Oh, if you're going to talk about clubs and players that have talked a lot, I hope you say the same about Port Adelaide. And, and I don't the, think they have this year. Oh, Historically, come, yes. Come on. Historically, I yes. I think every time I open the paper, Jason Hall Francis has said something else about how good this preseason's wow. going. He, and well, he's done two preseasons in his life. He's just said this is the hardest preseason. Well, he's doing an done. article every session, and you, then. And you clowns at North Melbourne think that's a, a, a criticism of the club. He's just said it's a hard preseason, and North Melbourne have taken it personally. He's done Come one. On. They would have. They would have. Well, exactly right. So this is the sec- This is the tipped- hardest one he's done, and North they, Melbourne have taken that as a criticism. No, they haven't. They, they've tipped oh. it. No, North Melbourne haven't said anything. Okay. I've seen a few supporters. That supporters? Have oh, right. Been okay. That's so all we're going to do. Well, Port Adelaide, for me, they've become the Dallas Cowboys. They've got to start winning big games. They win a lot of home and away games. Uh, last year, they, they obviously didn't front up the first five weeks, finished with 10 wins, percentage of 110. They were two wins and nine losses against top eight teams. They're the games they've got to start winning. They've lost prelims in the past. They've lost big finals in the past. It's time to, to set a game plan that competes against the best because it's pointless beating the also-rans and running aground when the whips are cracking. So that's their big challenge. Are they prepared to play like Geelong and trust their back six to get it done or do they continue to kick to the pockets going inside forward 50 and play a safe brand of footy that, that is a false defensive model? Or do they embrace what, what Chris Scott has put to the competition and says, if you want to come and compete with the absolute best, you've got to risk losing by a margin um, on any given day? Yeah, I think they're vulnerable. Their back six is vulnerable, which worries me. So they're going to have to defend extremely well, but they want to play more attacking footy as well, which is counterintuitive because you, 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 there is a risk there that you get burned on turnover. So it's Cleary, Cleary I should say, Aaliyah, Jonas, McKenzie, and Burton. There's not really a key defender there like the, the best teams have and most of the best teams have two when you look at Collingwood and Melbourne and, so and what why, Richmond will why don't they have there. I mean they've been building this list for, for well, eight years yeah, I, what, they, how can they be short when, when well, they're in premiership contention I was really contention. critical that they lost Dougal Howard at the time now um, they would say that they got George Yardis in exchange and that they, they are in front from that but if you're in the moment 
and you want to win, you don't trade away a 200-plus uh, key defender. So I think that has hurt them. They went for Radigalia in the trade period. They couldn't get him. Uh, they went hard, and they couldn't have gone much harder, but Geelong, who's contracted, said no. So that that's... I mean, that's the area for me. I think the midfield's good. I think the forward line's going to kick a lot of goals. Uh, Lysett comes back in. They didn't have access to him last year, so he'll be a handy battering ram in the ruck. The area for me is is, is the back six, and they're vulnerable. Yeah, I, think they, down there. I think they have to embrace what, what the game is now telling you. And, and Ken's philosophies, when he first came in, he was playing that green light and double green light football. We go, we go, and we keep going. We shift momentum. Even if we've lost control of the scoreboard, we keep going. That That is what we're playing now. So it's almost a throwback yeah. to what what he did do. They've chopped pass and changed. Mark. Pass mark. I'm not worried about whether they make final, win a big final, win a prelim, yeah. win, win, win against the best teams. They have to be a top four team minimum. And a pass mark is win, win a win a qualifying final and a prelim final. Yeah, uh, unfortunately for them, a pass mark is is probably making the grand final. I I, I agree with you. Uh, that is Port Adelaide. So Gold Coast and Port Adelaide finals for Gold Coast, top four or grand, grand final. final for Port Adelaide. We'll get to the Saints, Carlton, uh, Richmond, and the Bulldogs throughout the morning. You can jump on and have your say as well. Fireball Friday. Whew, we're flying through this morning. We love it. Speak about. St Kilda next. Are, are you in contention? Oh, geez, that's a big question. I think we all start equal. And if it was about past results, well, none of us would turn up because we'd just hand the cup to Geelong, wouldn't we? Mm. And if you're St Kilda, you don't turn up because we haven't won a cup for 60 years. Anything's possible. So, yeah, we're here to aim to play finals and get as good as we can, as quick as we can. How good is he? Uh, he's going to be him. entertaining this year. That audio, thanks to Channel 7, he sat down with our man Tim Watson and had his say. So their aim is to play finals with the Saints. Well, it was chaos last year. They finished 10th in the end, 11-11. and 11. They were 5-1, and one, Kingy, and then they lost by one point to Port Adelaide in round seven. They should have been 6-1. and one. Remember that game in Cairns that they sold? They beat some good teams. They beat Frio. They beat Richmond. They beat Carlton, and they beat Geelong. Um, in the trade period, they brought in Matthias Philippou with number 10. Liam Stocker also came in as, as a senior player. Apart from that, there wasn't much. Uh, Paddy Ryder was the big one that left. Also, Jaron Geary and Dan Hanabry. So they did lose some experience. Uh, and then Ross came in. The footy manager's gone. So there has been a lot of change, clearly, at St Kilda. And they're a tough team to judge on on how you think they're going to go this year. Yeah, I don't think they're that tough. I, I think um, this was a classic list built to make finals rather than win premierships and that's a that's the biggest area you can make um they really haven't given their coach over the last couple of years a chance and you can look at the the drafts of 19 and 20 and they were band-aid measures at the time and now they're going to pay a bit of a price for that um i, I like some of their young players on the list i think uh, owens is going to be a, a, a very very good, yeah, player. He's a good player and he played half a dozen games having been down there see uh wangane miller across Half back, that'll be interesting. Makes a couple of mistakes, makes things happen. Um, one thing you will get, and I, I must touch on their pit crew. I, I think having Rob Harvey, Corey Enright, um, Damien Carroll, Brendan Goddard down there, I, I think it's a wonderful pit crew. The, the education these guys are getting is first class. The facilities are now first class. Um, and with Ross just bringing a, a, a fair bit of discipline and, and structure to this group, I think this year will be a regression but I think the development over the next uh, two to three years will give them a chance to be a finals team, in, in but but not not with not capped at finishing fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Mm. 
a so top four the, team in three to four years. What's the uh, going to be the catalyst for that to happen? Because it's probably not going to happen with the players that are on the list currently. There's a couple of young ones coming through, but it's not as if they've had access to elite talent and there's four top six draft picks coming through together, like we've seen you know, Melbourne and Hawthorne back in the day. So what is it going to be? What I don't want to see probably is them to, to be in football quicksand, and that is finish between 8th and 12th and get a good pick in the draft, but not a great pick. Yeah, and they may have to look at getting aggressive uh, at the end of the season with Billings and Gresham in terms of a trade yeah. sense if they don't perform this year. But Ross will get the best out of this group. I just don't think it'll be more than eight or nine wins. And that's a pass mark. Probably is around that. Is that what you want, Saints fans? You can have your say. Um, and Max King's a big one as well. Can they get him fit and firing because he's so important? All right, still to come this morning, it is Fireball Friday. Good morning if you're just tuning in. We're working our way through all 18 teams, to be fair. We did the bottom six last week. We're working our way through the middle six uh, on the agenda this morning. Gold Coast, Kingy and I both see a pass mark as playing finals. Port Adelaide, uh, Kingy was to win a big final, perhaps a prelim final. And for me, it was to make a grand final as a pass mark, as harsh as that is. And for the Saints... Um, yeah, football middle ground, eight to nine wins again is probably where so, St. Kilda fit. But once again, if, you know, if, if they, if they did get the new coach, Ross Lyon bounce and played finals, would it, it, it just wouldn't shock me. Like this. That shocked me. Absolutely. Oh, if the Saints yeah. played finals. Yeah. They won, they won 11 games last year. They finished 10th. Yep. And they're going to, they're going to have to do this without Max King for, for a little while. And, and, and I think a reset, a reset of sorts okay. and a whole new game plan. Now it would shock me. Um, but I, I'm, in saying that, I think they'll be a better team for, for going backwards this year over the next two to three. Hey, before we leave the Dallas Cowboys, Port Adelaide, mm-hmm. tell me what they are after round five. They've got Brisbane at home in, in Adelaide, Collingwood at the MCG, they've got the showdown, then they play Sydney in Sydney and the Western Bulldogs in Adelaide. What, will they, what will they be after five games, your boys? Three and two. Three and two. Beat Brisbane round one. Lose to Collingwood. Um, who was the third game? The showdown. showdown. They win that. Sydney then and they Sydney. Lose, lose to Sydney. And they got then the they Western beat the Bulldogs at home. Okay. What do you think they'll be? Zero and five again. And what, this is my point. This, I want to see if they can win the big games. I think they'll win the showdown. But they, the other four will be 50-50. Oh, yeah. And... And they lost the showdown the first one last year, so that that has historically been fifty fifty. Well, let's as well. see. But it's a good, let's see. A good start. See that they they do get a bit. They get tough draws, Port Adelaide. And then they'll. I don't want them coming out and talking like you say. I mean, we had that last year. If they were zero, five, if we can if still they make were finals. one and four, what what like how do they? Because it's a really difficult situation. And Leon Cameron had it last year. Bucks had it the year before. You know how how do you? Because he's been a great, I think he's been an excellent coach. Like, how do you, you do it respectfully? That. You can't. He has been an excellent coach. I think he has been an excellent. To be an have, excellent coach, you would have to have played in the grand final. Is Ross Lyon what? So played in the grand final. What's yeah. the difference between playing in one and winning one? Like an excellent lot, coach lot of, yeah. has to have played in the grand final. He took over when they won three games and they'd sacked yeah. the coach and when they won a final over, the year before. He took over a long time ago. From, yeah, I understand that. An they, excellent they coach pre, has to have played in the prelim grand. final. Dude, okay. he's been a very good in. coach. Text us in. He's been you, a very good you, coach. Well, hang on, that's a bit of a shift. So if what, he's one and four, very, very he, good or excellent? If, if at one and four, he's gone. Is he? I would say. If you can't beat, 
If you cannot beat that of those teams I just mentioned, if you cannot compete or beat Western Bulldogs, Sydney, Collingwood, or Brisbane, what's what are you achieving? Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a it's going to be a difficult juggling act for the club. Now, hopefully they don't have to face that situation, but it's going to be a big talking point. I mean, Ken Hinckley is going to be a huge talking point uh, this year. We better keep moving, otherwise we'll get yep. bogged down and we'll end up running out of time because I love talking about Carlton. They finished ninth last year. They had a percentage of 108. They went 12 and 10. So in any other year, not any other year, but they were unlucky not to play finals. They started eight and three. We know that. We know they lost their last four. They got 109 goals out of Mackay and Kurnow, which was terrific. We saw Cripps break out and win the Brownlow medal. He kicked 20 goals. That was a big addition to his game. Uh, have they lost much? No. Um, but they've got you know a couple of injury concerns, none more so than your big on Sam Walsh and the impact his omission could have on the team. Yeah, and Zach Williams is obviously a huge blow for them in the, the yeah. pre-season period, and he was fl- he was flying. Now we say that about everyone, but watching all their match uh, simulation work, he was he was the architect off half back. I really like the off season of Mitch McGovern. I think that he he could have a significant improve, uh, impact on them winning games of football. He's not just a bit player. Weedering and McGovern is is a is a I think a centre half back fullback combination to die for. It's a big if on McGovern. Like he just doesn't well, play. He doesn't play footy. He doesn't well, play enough footy. He breaks down. Um, and I'm looking at the are, positive. I'm looking at the positive on this. That if he if he can hold if, up, though. it's a big if. But we, that's what we're talking about. If we're talking yeah. about Carlton making a big jump, and and I think there's a penchant for more. There with the ball movement for the Blues this year. And for that to be the case, you need to have defenders that can win their own ball and win one-on-ones. And I think those two can do that. Doherty going into the midfield, I think's the, uh, the the shot in the arm this midfield needs. Something different in there. He's a beautiful kick and will set them up. They made huge inroads last year with their contest and clearance work. Mm. Um the bottom line is I feel is like you're big lost. on them. I feel like your preseason commentary. You're big on the Blues. No, I've, I'm not big on them. I've, I'm big on I'm big on what they could become if the, if the ball movement holds up and McGovern holds up. I'm worried about no Walsh, no Williams, um, and they did lose six of their last eight games last year. So sometimes we get caught up in what we saw in the first half of the year, and and disregard the back half of the season. But, They've defensively, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say defensively, they've, def- they've definitely improved, but do they have the depth? Mm. And the injuries have come early. Do they have the depth, particularly in the midfield, if they lose a couple of stars in there? Yeah, uh, Akers will help in, in that aspect as well. So he comes in. The question I've got over them is, so we mentioned the goals from Mackay and Kurnow. They don't have a small, a deadly small forward. And most of the really good teams do. Like Stengel kicked 53 for Geelong. Keep your Cameron's eye on kick- Jesse Motlop, mate. He's, had, he's had a preseason. It's, it's a lot to ask for him in a really difficult role in, what is it, year two um, for him. But but he's got tricks. and like it. But Cameron kicked 54. Like Papley from 19 games at the Swans kicked 32. Brisbane have got six of them. they got so many small forwards, it's not funny. So they got the next after Mackay and Kurnow's Crips. Well, <laughs> Bailey and Zorko and Cameron and McCarthy, Rayner, they're everywhere at Brisbane. They're <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, they're going that well. They're moving Rain at half back. No, right. Well, we, I, I, don't, I think that's a mistake. But they got 18 goals out of Fisher. Now, Jack Martin was supposed to be that player, but he hasn't been that player for Carlton. That's just a, a query I've got. Who's going to be a deadly small forward? One that you really have to put some time into at the Blues would, would be a question for me. Pass mark is to win a final. Uh, pass mark, win a final, yeah. yeah. Well, 
Yeah, I'm not big on the the pass mark for Carlton for me is awkward because I do think they've got a, a, a high quality list that's there for the now. So I, I think they're they're in a rush to get there, but I still feel like they're a couple of players away. Oof, so what's I, a pass mark? Well, uh, pass mark for me is to make finals again. Okay, again. Well, like, it's yeah. been a while. Sorry, <laughs> not again. I take again. Take again off that, please. Blue, blues fans. We're not what, live, are we? What is your pass mark? I'm, I'm interested in this. Um, I think it's definitely win a final. Kingy says it is to just make the finals. Your say. Uh, this is Fireball Friday on SEN Breakfast. It's all thanks to the Kogan Money credit card. A great value card. We've still got the Bulldogs. Jeez. And I know the Richmond fans will be keen to hear what we've got to say about them. I hope they will be. They might not care, but you can have your say on how you think they'll go. Let's get to the Western Bulldogs as we work our way through the middle six. They finished eighth last year um, at 12 and 10. And they were 41 points up, would you believe, in the elimination final against Fremantle and lost. Uh, The big ins, Liam Jones comes in, Rory Lobb comes in to bolster their key position stocks and take some pressure off Norton. And also for Jones's case to bolster the undersized defense in the past. Uh, they did lose Josh Dunkley, who's a big one. And when you asked me about Port Adelaide's first five, Kingy, I want to do the same for you with the Western Bulldogs. The first six, what are they going to be after six rounds? Melbourne, St. Kilda, Brisbane, Richmond, Port Adelaide and Fremantle. Those last two are away. They'll be three and three. Okay, it's they, a tough start. It's for a the tough Western start, Bulldogs. isn't it? Yeah, they've got to hit the ground running. I, I just wonder what the loss of Dunkley does to them to that midfield. He's their he's their defensive midfielder, if you like. He's the number one tackler at the Dogs. He's top three in most other indicators in terms of clearances and contested footy and those just sorts. The, of just on him, that the, the Western uh, sorry, the Brisbane Lions have highlighted a stat that I had no idea about. Apparently, he's like number one in smothers over yeah. the last significant portion of time he's had laid more smothers than any player in the game now we would not have usually you know celebrated smothers but clearly brisbane have identified his defensive capabilities and they've highlighted that already in there at pains to point that out i think when you when your weapon which is the dog's weapon is being the number one clearance team last season so there were plus eight clearances on their opponent week to week and plus 10 post buy so if that's your strength area do they lose some of that? Does that dissipate now that they lose a, an elite player like Dunkley, who was a best and fairest winner? I think the loss of Lockie Hunter will hurt a little bit. I know mm. there's not a lot of conversation about that, but a quality wingman. Um, the wing role, is a real, there's a real science to playing the wing role. I know it's not recognised uh, largely outside of um, clubland, but, but, I, but I just think that he's a bit of a loss. I'm, I'm impressed by the preseason of Jamari Hagen. I, I did say to you last mm. week that I think he can become Jeremy Cameron-like with his yep. ball use inside of 50, play a bit higher. Hit higher. Adam Trelaw has been unsighted for large parts of preseason, so that that scares me a little bit uh, as to how well he comes back. But they've got to find a, a way to disrupt the opposition moving the ball. Didn't have a didn't have a player inside the AFL top 40 for intercepting last year. Not one. And that's a real hole. That's a real flaw. Everyone just says Liam Jones will come in and that's what he'll do. Have you got the top 40 in front of you there? Like who was the number one interceptor? Yeah, it's a it's, question without notice. Yeah, your champion data stuff loads. But that, that's a that's a big stat. If you if you play finals, you don't have one player in the top 40 mm. as an interceptor. That's a big stat. Um, they've just got talent everywhere, though. I just I keep coming back to... Talent will win your games of footy. Like, Norton could explode this year. If, if Hugo Hagen can stand up 
And if Lobb can stand up to an extent, Aaron Norton could be the big beneficiary of that. I, I really enjoy the way he plays his football. Kicked 51 goals last year. That could go to 70. So this year. Sam Taylor was number one. Cicely right. number two. Darcy Moore number three. Tom Stewart number four. Um, Paddy McCartan at Sydney, Jeremy Howe. Like th- that, that's what we're talking, that level of player, that level of influence. But this is the first time that Luke Beveridge has had tall options to play with. So that that's exciting uh, if you're a Dogs fan. He's coached eight years, Bevo. He's he's made finals six of the eight and made grand finals twice. We, we all know that. But the, the other four times they've been in the finals have been out first week. So I just wonder if, if, there's, if there's some structural um, work needs to be done. Clearly that, that – intercepting player needs to be found and realised by the dogs pretty quick. Just can't be Ed Richards Richards or bust. Liam Jones can be that player and Darcy's probably not ready to be that yet, but there wouldn't be a player in the league that um, you could be more excited about than than Sam Darcy. So with with his capabilities, look, they've got everything. Uh, The Western Bulldogs for me, finish top four in the home and away season and, and make a prelim final as a pass mark. Yeah, top four. I think that that's uh, they don't lack they don't lack anything. If anything, there's maybe the loss of Dunkley would be bigger than I think most expect, but they'll be they'll be a top four or five team, I'd, I'd say. Let's get to the Tigers because we haven't done Richmond who finished 17th last year. They went 13-8 and a draw. Uh, and, of course, they lost to Brisbane controversially by two points in the elimination final. Coming in, the big ones, Taranto and Hopper to bolster uh, the Richmond midfield. Haven't lost a whole lot uh, apart from some, I mean, Shane Edwards, when I say haven't lost a whole lot, what a star of the competition he was. But he's retired and um, got the most out of himself. Josh Caddy goes out. Jake Hartz is another one who played some footy. But uh, Richmond, their, their midfield is stacked. Uh, I've got a few question marks over them, but I'll let you go first. Uh I think that Damien Harmer could be able to win in different ways this year. He's had he's had the intercept game uh, down pat, and, and they are a scary opposition when they move that ball by hand and with uh, those those fleet of foot half forward flankers and half back flankers doing what they do. So Taranto and Hopper come in. There's your midfield. Um, there's your midfield brutes. Can't rely on Prestia. He's missed 12 games in 2020, 13 games in 21. Yep. He only missed f- uh, four last year. Come third in the best of Ferris. That's how important this guy is. But if you don't have to rely on him being fit and healthy every week and you've got Bolton, Short, Baker, Dusty, you've got Pickett that can go in there, Sonzi, Dow has had a good preseason, Prestia, as I mentioned, you've got genuine midfield depth. And I think that's the luxury that Richmond are going to throw at the opposition week on week. They're in for a big year, the Tigers. A big year. Yep. Okay. Um, on the surface side, I, I, I agree with you. When you look at their name on paper and you look at the midfield depth that they've got and their ability in the forward line, I, I agree. But the thing that I always say with Richmond, they get injured a lot. They get, they seem, I don't have the numbers, uh, I'm not a sports scientist, but their best players get injured. Now, I look at it, Pressy you mentioned, Martin gets injured, Grimes gets injured, Cochin's always injured, Graham's injured at the moment, Lintz gets injured, Castagna's got a hammy, Gibkes has got a serious hammy, Vloston missed games last year. They all do hamstrings for whatever reason at Richmond and they seem to do them at crucial times. So provided they stay sound, and not everyone is sound for the whole um, you know, season, but if they get the majority of those players to play 18-plus games, then, yep, I reckon they'll be in the mix. But if not, it can go wrong pretty bad for Richmond injury-wise. I think Tim Taranto will announce himself as a bona fide star of the AFL competition under the bright okay. lights of the Richmond Footy Club. He's 25, 114 games. He's entering the prime years. He's never been All-Australian. He's another injured player. 
He gets injured as well. Really? Toronto. Yeah. Gee, you're hot on. You're hot on. Rich- I just think Richmond's injuries. I've said it for three. They get. The, I don't know. I'm, I'm right on this. They get injured a lot. Their best players do a lot of hamstrings. I don't know what it is. I think they're the way they play. Them. Maybe it is Perhaps. a ballistic brand and of footy. And, yeah, and age. I think. And, and once you've done one hammy and you get a bit older, you're more prone to doing others. They but, um, they had five games decided by under ten points last year and lost four of them. Some of them almost comical. You know, they lost the Geelong by yeah. three points, Sydney by six points. The Richmond one at Marvel that draw. The, yeah, the, the, they were in control. Look, even the final, even the way they yeah. they they bowed out up north was. Uh, was just crazy that the, the goal umpiring and all sorts of stuff. I think this is what I'm excited about for yeah. Richmond, though. Um, when I look at Martin and Bolton, and you've watched them uh, throughout the preseason, Bolton does his best work front of centre. He'll go to the centre bounce and, and get a mismatch, and he's a nightmare. But Martin and Bolton could be the best medium to small forward duo in the game, and and kick. I don't know what. How many goals could those two kick between them this year? Eighty plus, I reckon. Martin's well. He's only, the most goals Martin's kicked in a year is thirty-seven. Can you believe yeah. that? Thirty-seven. It's, it sounded low when I, I know he's played a little bit of midfield as well, a lot of midfield as well, but he's forty-five minimes this year. He'll be playing he's very inside unselfish, thirty. Selfish, Dustin. Mark. I reckon he gives a he lot. Does. I'd like he to does. look at his assist numbers. He gives I'm, a lot away. I'm more excited about Noah Bolter at centre half back. I think he's one of the most athletically gifted players in the competition, and Noah Cumberland as that wild card forward yeah, uh, that impressive. rides shotgun next to Lynch. And, and you've and, mentioned Sonzi. Uh, he's yeah, he plays him. footy the right way. Yeah. He, he defensively really strong. So, yeah, and they've been able to, yep, they've topped up, but they've also haven't neglected the drafts. I think they've been pretty shrewd with their picks. So I guess my only concern, is, as I've said, is the injuries. Uh, what's a pass mark, Kingy? You'd think they're in the mix for top four. Oh, yeah, I, I'm really excited about their season. I, I, I'm, their pass mark, the, the win one final is probably a pass mark, but mm. they'll, they'll be top four for me. And I'm, I'm flirting with the idea of tipping them to win the whole lot.